I talked to him yesterday. in this area now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to know already. Uh, what y'all doing that, the, the song? I already got one. Come on, stand to your feet. It's time to give him glory. Give him all the praise that he deserves. Simple song. 
some energy in God's house this morning. This is God's house. 
And if you're breathing, God shined on you this morning. I'm happy to see you. I hadn't been at K Chapel in three weeks, so I am happy to be here this morning. So, this is our devotional service this morning. Our devotional service. You know, devotion is where you show even something a little more than love. You know what I mean? When you are devoted to someone, no matter what happens, you in their corner, right? So we are showing our devotion to our Heavenly Father this morning. We are in His corner because He is always in our corner, right? So, so we got a lineup of some good God-fearing men that are going to bring devotion to us this morning. Scripture this morning is coming from Lawrence Campbell Sr., prayers from Brother Driscoll Duvall, sung by Brother Bill Bridgman right there. Responsible reading by my brother, Mars Dixon Jr., and, and congregational hymn, Fred Wilson. He's going to close us out. Come on, men. Good morning, Kay. Scripture, scripture reading coming from 1 Corinthians 11, chapter. 17 through the 21st verse and 27 to the 29th verse. Scripture is as follows. Now in that I declare unto you, I praise you not, that ye come together not for the better, but for the worse. For first of all, when ye come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you. And I hardly believe it. For there must be also hearsays, hearsays among you that they were which are approved may be made manifest among you. When you come together therefore into this one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating everyone taketh before others his own supper, and one is hungry, and the other is drunken. Therefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord, unworthy, shall be guilty of the body of the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthy, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Lord's word for Lord's people. Good morning. Let's take it to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. Father, we, we pause to say thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for this minute. For last week, the temperatures were lower. We had rain, we had thunderstorms, but you look at today, what you did today and what you've given us this weekend, we want to say thank you. Father, we thank you for walking with us throughout this week to make it to Sunday. You know, through these days, you walk with us, Father, and you talk with us. You've guided us along the way. I personally thank you. I thank you for what, you do, what you've done for me and my family. Others here do so as, as well. 
We thank you for keeping our kids safe during spring break. They got back in school and keep them focused. Keep them on task, Father. Let them finish strong. I told them in order to make it to summer, you got to get back. You got to get back and give it your all, Father. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for the word that's going to be prepared. But, Father, we also know that there's people that are suffering from bereavement at this time. Father, just remind them that you're the one that sits up high and looks down low. And that in situations like that, that there's not a hurt or, or pain that, that heaven can't heal. And just let them know to look to you, Father. You are the one that will give them the strength to carry on. Father, we know and we thank you for the word that you're, you've given our minister today. Father, we ask that we take this word and it, and it helps us to be the type of Christians that you ordained us to be. We ask this and other blessings in your darling son, Jesus, and we thank you for him. Amen. You know, we ought to be glad that we're free people. On last month, we celebrated Black History Month. We talked about and we celebrated freedom. Freedom from the oppressor. Freedom from man-made activities. But the good Lord brought us through all of that. He sent a leadership to help celebrate freedom. This morning, I'm just going to sing I am free. I want you to join me. And I got a messed up foot here, so I ain't going to be up here too much longer. So we're going to sing a couple of verses of I am free. Musicians, help me out. responsive reading. Ready? All together? Now that we've been justified by his blood and we've been saved through him. Alright, let's try that one more time with a little bit more passion, okay? All together? Now that we're justified by his blood, we will be saved through him from the word of God. Alright, thank you. 
Sticking with the blood. Congregation here will be the blood.
Amen. We had to give our deacons wonderful praise because they did a wonderful job. Amen. Amen. We thank God for them. This time now we're going to pause in our, our schedule here to ask that you prepare to give as you have been so blessed. We know that there's so much that we need that other people need even more than than us. So we ask that you give as you have been so blessed. This is our benevolent offering. And this choir will give us a song. Everybody knows this song. Come on, sing with me. Oh, give, oh, give thanks unto the, unto the Lord. For he is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. Yeah, let's stay there again. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Why? Yes, he is. Oh, give thanks. Now let's go to the second part. For he is worthy. For he is worthy. For he is good. Yes, he is. For he is worthy. For he is good. See, let's go back to the top. Oh, give thanks. Unto the Lord. For he is good. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, give thanks. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Now, we're not doing it by ourselves, are we? Y'all got something to be thankful about? I said, do you have something to be thankful about? Well, stand to your feet, put your hands together, and give it glory. Come on. Oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks. Yeah. Boy, oh, give thanks. Yeah. And give him thanks. Here we go. Because he's worthy. For he is worthy. Worthy. Is he worthy? Is he worthy? Boy, good. Let's take it up, y'all. Oh, give thanks. Uh-huh. Take it up one more time. Oh, give thanks. Come on, church. Yeah. Oh, give thanks. Oh, yeah. 
That's all like church. Stay right there. Say that again. Oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks. Unto the Lord. For he's good. Oh, give thanks. Unto the Lord. This morning, started you on your way. Yes, he did. He's so good. Yes, he is. One more time. Oh, I will praise the Lord at all times. And I will do it because even when I've been bad, the Lord has still been good. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you now. Thank you, Father, for blessing us in so many ways. For if every one of us had 10,000 tongues, we still could not thank you enough for all of the wonderful and great things that you have done for each and every one of us. We humbly ask that you will continue to be with us in this service, we ask that you will keep blessing us with your spirit so that nothing that we do will be in vain. Lord God, we thank you for this offering which has been taken. We ask that you will bless those that have to be blessed through our giving. And we ask that you would do it in the name of Jesus, who is our Savior and our Lord. Amen. Searching the Lord is good, amen. We're going to just ask pause for a few announcements. We ask that you please pray for all of our sick and children members. Ask that you continue to pray for Brother Gross. He was here this morning at the early morning service. We ask you to continue to pray. Please pray for Mrs. Mack. She is uh, moving into the nursing home, and we need and she needs the prayers of the church. Also, uh, pray for Mr. Watson. Uh, he's feeling better, but still need our prayers. And we ask you to pray for Brother Alan Jones. He's going through a very, very difficult and rough time. And I apologize for the number, but just excuse me of that. But the funeral services for Sister Lou Ella Harrington's sister of our own, Reverend Leroy Harrington, will be held Saturday, March 30th at 12 o'clock, Evening Star MB Church, Bentonia, Mississippi. Also, your kind and thoughtful expressions of sympathy is deeply appreciated and gratefully acknowledged. Gratitude grows from goodness like yours. If I can get on the inside. To Pastor Reverend Buckley and the entire K Chapel family, thank you so much for what you did, for being the wonderful persons that you are. During the passing of our loved one, the late Katrina Jefferson again, we thank you so very much. This comes from Sister Nazelle Jefferson and family. Also, with the heartfelt appreciation. Thank you for your thoughtfulness and caring during the passing of my brother Peggy, Otis, and family. Also, dear uh, K Chapel family, thank you so much for your prayers, love cards, phone calls, text messages, monetary donations, and other acts of kindness shown to us during the difficult times we 
uh, experience. Blessing to you, this Al and Mary Duvall. This is a message, a message of thanks, a warm little message to gradually, gladly express you. Thank you so very much. Thank you for your beautiful flowers during the time of bereavement, the Larry family and Betty. And this simply says, you are really special people. You love your love of life and of people shines through in so many inspiring ways. And if anyone ever deserved the best in life, it would be you. Thank you so much for your appreciation. And this comes from Kathy Kelly and Robbie Edwards. One final note here. This is from our own brother Hank Anderson. The Anderson family is visiting with us this morning from Florida, Texas, North Mississippi. Hank celebrated his, wow, 50 year anniversary. Stand up, Hank family. Stand up back there. I see you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Isn't that wonderful? We thank God for your presence and we hope that you stay or come back real soon. Thank you so very much. At this time, we get some additional announcements from the media. Media. Good morning, Cade Chapel. The 2019 Bike Blessing and Antique Car Show will take place here at Cade on Sunday, March the 24th from 3 to 5 p.m. That's on today. Bikers, please meet at the Medical Mall at 2 p.m. There will be kids' activities, including a space jump and face painting and vendor space as well. For more information, please contact Reverend Marvin Powell or Serena Wilson. And on next Saturday, come out to enjoy our Spring Festival. This event will take place on March the 30th from 10 to 2 on the Cage Apple parking lot. Come out for a space jump, a bull ride, cotton candy, hot dogs, popcorn, and so much more. We look forward to seeing you and all of your friends. And join us at 4 p.m. on March the 30th for a scholarship benefit concert in honor of Jayla Gray, featuring the Alcorn State Concert Choir. Admission is free and donations are accepted. Our annual Family Day celebration will take place here at Cade on Sunday, March the 31st, during the 11 o'clock worship service. The Deaconess Ministry, the deacons and the deaconess are always grateful to those of you who volunteer to support this event. If you'd like to volunteer this year, Please contact Sister Donna Sims or Sister Kanisha Duvall. And you can purchase your 2019 Family Day t-shirt today in the Old Fellowship Hall. Orders are being taken and the price is only $10 for t-shirts sizes small through large and an extra dollar for each X above that. So XLs are 11, 2X 12, 3X 13, and so forth. Please see any member of the youth department for an order form and to submit your orders. T-shirts will be available for pickup on Wednesday and Sunday. Attention all K-Chapel adults, this announcement is not for you. The Youth Council will host an Easter egg hunt for children ages 5 through 12 after the 11 o'clock worship service on Sunday, April the 21st. So grab your baskets and we'll see you outdoors. If you signed up for the Women's Shopping Day trip, please stop by the Old Fellowship Hall and pick up your itinerary for the trip. The Nate Ruffin 5K Walk and Run as well as a health fair will take place on Saturday, April the 20th, beginning at 7 a.m. at the Smith Park in downtown Jackson. For more information and to sign up, please see any member of the scholarship board. We need you to help us help others. Youth for Christ is collecting foil and Ziploc bags and men's shower shoes to donate to a local shelter. So, come on, Katie Chapel. Please support us. Please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K Chapel family, 
just send an email to kchapel announcements at yahoo.com or you can go to the submit info tab on the kchapel app but be sure to get your announcements in by noon on tuesday of each week i'm sure you got all that this time now we're going to just pause and recognize our visitors i know that we have some visitors today and we always have to see you at this point we're going to ask all of our visitors if you're not yet a member of this congregation we'd ask you to please stand let us thank you for coming and invite you back visitors please stand anderson back there hank y'all stand Amen. We want you to know on behalf of our senior pastor, Reverend Reggie Buckley, Pastor Mr. Reverend Hans Buckley, and the entire K-Chapel family, just so happy that you chose to worship with us today. If you just visit, please come anytime. It's good to lie. But if by chance you're looking for a church home, before you leave, we're going to convince you you just found a home. And while you're standing there, we're going to give you something. You're going to get here at K-Chapel Mission at Baptist Church.
Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Amen. We thank God for this day. We thank God for your presence and your prayers on this morning, for this is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are glad about it. Amen. 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 I see this group of people who have gathered. Uh, I understand I gathered for a very special birthday of 80 years of Brother Hank Anderson. Brother Anderson, happy birthday to you. Amen. Happy birthday. And that, that fine group is are all family members, I assume, of, of, of yours. Amen. So thank you all for uh, honoring him and for worshiping with us here at K. God bless you and God keep you. God keep you. It is springtime and we, there's so much going on here at K Chapel. Um, yesterday we uh, had uh, an event entitled Her Prom Closet. Uh, we partnered with Couture Cares out of Memphis, Tennessee, and and we brought uh, uh, prom dresses, some that you donated and others from across the city uh, for young girls in and throughout the city of Jackson, and you should have been here to see the delight upon their faces as they said yes to the dress. Amen. And they were able to try on so many different dresses and young people were just made glad on yesterday. And so we thank you for your participation in that. And we look forward, of course, to growing that into a wonderful event each and every year. By God's grace and by your support, uh, we will continue to be a blessing to people in our community. Also, uh, on next Saturday, next Saturday, you saw it on the, in the announcements. I want you to go ahead and put it on your calendar as well. Uh, the Spring Festival is here next Saturday. You know that we do it real big here at K Chapel. Uh, we turn that parking lot into a festival of sorts and filled with food and games and events. I am told this year that there's also going to be um, uh, reptiles. You have been warned. <laughs> Amen. Now, I don't know what kind. All I've been told is the reptile man is coming. Amen. They had not told me what he's bringing. But if it's reptiles, I'm assuming it's going to have scales. I'm a, you have been warned. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But we, we look to have a great time on, on next Saturday, next Saturday uh, for the Spring Festival. Make sure you bring your family, your friends. And uh, listen, the entire public is invited. This is a community event. Anybody and everybody can come and take part in the, uh, in the uh, Spring Festival. Amen. Our young people are doing a fantastic job this morning, and many of them, amen, many of them are fresh off of a trip from New Orleans on yesterday. They went to New Orleans to uh, see the Alvin Ailey dancers, amen, and so we thank God that the Lord uh, got them there safely and back here safely. They got back about 2 o'clock this morning, and they up here singing this morning, amen, amen, and so we thank God for our youth leaders all of the chaperones to take part in that trip to make sure our young people were well taken care of. We thank God for your participation as well. It certainly saddens us to, to um, uh, announce uh, the passing of a, of, a, of a true statesman in the gospel. Um, Dr. Charles Booth, um, the pastor of Mount Olivet uh, in Columbus, Ohio, uh, passed on yesterday. He was a tremendous voice a uh, tremendous man of God, a tremendous pastor and preacher. If you've never heard any of his sermons, you ought to go after this service and Google him because I tell you, he's, he's a tremendous man. In fact, he, he came here and preached uh, once and dad had him down and he was good friends with um, uh, Pastor Levi Baldwin over at, at Mount Helm when Pastor Baldwin pastored there. And the interesting thing is I remembered him when I was a child back in the 80s, I'm coming here. And when I was a young, younger pastor uh, in Danville, Illinois, 
Uh, we, were, we crossed paths again back around in 2005 uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, reminded him of, of, of Jackson, and he immediately knew who we were and, and remembered coming here and fellowshipping with us here. And he took this young pastor and poured into me that over the course of the next few nights as we were laboring together. And I, I thank God for his ministry. So be in prayer for the Booth family and for the Mount Olivet family as they grieve the passing of their pastor. Amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep you. Our prayer, brother. Oh, also, I'm sorry. Uh, the uh, funeral services for our own brother Leroy Harrington, uh, his sister, brother Leroy Harrington's sister. Uh, passed on yesterday as well. Those funeral services are Saturday uh, in Bentonia, Mississippi, at the East Eastern East. What it Eat Evening Star, Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church in Bentonia, Mississippi. Saturday at twelve. Is that correct? Saturday at twelve noon. Yes, twelve noon. God bless you. God bless you. And God keep you as I pray. This time in the service, we're going to prepare to give now if we have been so blessed. And let me tell you one thing. You can't be God-given. The more you give, the more he'll give back to you. This choir is going to bless our hearts, and the usher is going to come and provide opportunities for us to give as we, again, been so blessed. This is our final offering for the morning. this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposed in his own heart, so let him give, not gradually nor of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver.
be seated. Amen. 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 Anybody know the Lord is good? Anybody really know the Lord is good? If you got a hallelujah in your, in your belly, why don't you just give him a great big hallelujah and a thank you, Jesus? Because the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. What a mighty good God we serve. Mighty good God we serve. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen, amen. Listen, I do want to also remind you this evening, this afternoon rather, this afternoon at 3 p.m., we're going to have the uh, blessing of the bikes blessing of the bikes and antique car show right here in the parking lot uh so all of the bikers i don't think reverend powell is here now but uh is, is he there where is he reverend dunn reverend dunn you the biker representative this morning you got your vest on underneath there you got your biker vest on underneath huh oh you're gonna change clothes all right <laughs> all right all right amen i got two i got two uh preachers who ride bikes up here amen Amen. Look like you thinking about it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. God bless you. So the uh, blessing of the bikes, all the bikers uh, in the city of Jackson, as well as antique cars uh, will be here on the parking lot. So if you want to see some nice looking cars and some fancy bikes, come out here at three o'clock. We're going to have a good time as well. Amen. Amen. This morning, this morning, we're going to hear the word of God from our own Reverend Joe Redman. Amen. 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 I want you all to be praying for him as he brings the message on this morning. Amen. Good to see our elder brother in the ministry here this morning, Reverend Claude Tucker. Won't you bless God for him? Amen. Good to have you here on this morning. Always good. Always. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, Reverend, come on and greet the people. Come on and just say a word. Come on, just say a word. Welcome home. Amen. Welcome home. Welcome home. Amen. God is good. He's worthy to be praised. It's a joy to be back at home. Amen. It's been a while since I've been here. And I said to my wife, I'm going to take a break. And I'm going home. Worship this morning. And I'm delighted to be here with her and to fellowship with you. And it is our prayer that God will just continue to bless the worship and give him praise and give him glory. Somebody here know he is good. Hallelujah. And he's worthy to be praised. Show him some love this morning. He's worthy. He's worthy. Since you're going to take a break, I ain't going to make you preach. But he got some preaching in him. Amen. <laughs> amen. 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 Listen, this choir is going to come. Amen. And after the choir, we will hear the word of God from the man of God for this morning, Reverend Joe Redman. Won't you say amen for this choir?
my hallelujah belongs to God. Your hallelujah should belong to God. All praises should go to God. And if you're going to praise him today, let's show a sign by giving God a hand clap. I'm glad to be here clap. I thank you, God, clap. I thank you for one more precious day that you have brought us from our earliest beginning all the way up to this point. Our Father, which art in heaven, Lord, we come to you today. First of all, thanking you for blessing us. But then, Lord, we, we realize that it could have been the other way. That uh, you didn't have to bring us this far. But we could have been laying in our grave. We could have been on our sick bed. Lord, we could have been innocent bystanders who received a, a gunshot wound. But yet and still, you brought us and you kept us. And Lord, we give you the praise and we give you the honor from which you so richly, richly deserve. Giving honor to God first. Giving honor to senior pastor Reverend Reginald M. Buckley, giving honor to my father in the ministry, Reverend Dr. Horace L. Buckley. And before I go in, Father Reverend, I didn't really give you that. You earned it. You got it the old-fashioned way. You earned that honor. And I give you that honor. And to all the ministers of the gospel, to all the spouses of ministers, boards and choir members, and all of you, I'm thankful for you, and I'm thankful for this day that God will allow me to speak a word on, on his behalf. If you will, turn to the book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 11. The book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 11. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with such great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do it so easily beset us. And let us run with the patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that and do it such 
contradiction of sinners against himself, let, lest ye be weird and faint in your minds. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood, scribing against sin, and ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourges. Every son whom he receiveth, if ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is whom the father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, and then are ye bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chastened us after thy own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening for the present seem, seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards it yielded the peaceable fruits of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. May God add blessings to the hearers and doers of his holy and inspired word. Just for a few minutes, just for a few minutes, what are you for a subject? We are getting careless with our love. We are getting careless with our love. I noticed the laughter there. Seemed like some have heard it from a secular perspective. But now we're going to hear it the way God wants us to hear it. Getting careless with our love. We are not watching what we say. A lot of things that we are doing, even not careful of some of the places that we go. Now, this, this is mainly for the people who have their names on the church road. We understand that the people who don't have their name, who had given their life to Christ, really don't care anyway. But for those of us, Deacon Bridgman, who have their names on the church road, we got to be more careful of the things that we say and uh, more careful of the things that we do. About a month ago, my second home, Chicago. A lot of bad news came out of Chicago. There was murder, 
people pretending that someone had done something to them that hadn't done. And then there was one even I have stepped from his music from side to side. He was even involved with some stuff. And we are getting careless. And the children see us and what we do. And a lot of times, our children want to imitate us. I was in uh, the prison ministry the other day in Madison County where Reverend Don and I serve as ministers and teach the word of God. And right before I left, I talked to the prisoners and I asked them to be careful about what they do because they just may add more time to their sentence. I told them I'm not here. None of those guys had gone to trial already. I said, but I'm not here to say you're guilty. I'm not here to say that you're innocent. I'm here to say what could cause you more problems and more days in here. And then there was this one young man. I have ministered to him before. As a matter of fact, I've been ministering to him for about a year. And right before I left, he said, Pastor, you know you're right. He says that we may, instead of, now this, this young man, he's in jail, but don't play him cheap. He can go from Genesis to Revelation in the Bible. He just made a bad decision. There were some poor choices made, and he's in there. You, don't forget about now when, when, when I say these things that don't forget about Paul in his writing uh, when he says in Romans 3 and 23 that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And this young man said to me, he said, you know, Reverend Pastor, he says, you're right. We may mis be misleading some other folks and make them think that we are not Christians. And I told him, I said, you're right into my message for Sunday morning. And I'm going to tell them to, we got to be careful at the things we do. Somebody may think that we are not who we say we are. And if we don't look like who we say we are, it's going to be hard to convince somebody who we are. Can, 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 can I just give you an example? I, I have given this example before, but I'm looking at Deacon Allen over there. And uh, Deacon Allen, it would be kind of hard for me to convince somebody that I have a product that make hair grow. You know, it's going to be kind of hard to do that. And that's the same thing. It is with a Christian. Pastor says it'd be hard. Even he agree with that. And it's the same thing. If we are telling people that we are Christian, we are saying everything, and uh, we are doing everything. But uh, not only that, but there are some consequences for what we do. We may not get paid here, but heaven it's got it on record because I heard the writer of Proverbs 
the other day in the 15th chapter saying, the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. And then I heard Matthew say, every word that we speak, we're going to have to get an account for it. Paul writes, everything that we do, well, we're going to have to give an account for that too because when we get careless and not pay close attention to what we are doing, there's a price to pay. And sometimes, sometimes we think that we've done something and nobody else saw us, just like Moses did. Moses killed an Egyptian, buried him in the sand, protecting one of his Hebrew brothers. The very next day, two Hebrew brothers got into a fight. Moses tried to correct them. And one said to him, uh, did you, you going to kill me and do the same? Just like you did with the Egyptian? God, I sees us. Man may let us get by. But God sees us. Let's not get too careless. One of the main things is, is what Paul says in the First Corinthians, in the ninth chapter, somewhere around the 27th verse, he says that I keep, but I keep under my body and bring it to subjection. That after I have preached to others, I myself are not to become a castaway. In other words, if I have preached to you, told you how to behave yourself, I'm to live by that same rule. Even God tells Jeremiah to tell the pastors that uh, there's a punishment for those of us who destroy and scatter his sheep. You can read that in the 23rd uh, chapter of the book of Jeremiah. You know, uh, sometimes we get a little jealous. We see, we see other people seem like they are not paying for the price for all their wrongdoing. It looks like they're getting away. But I uh, got news for you. Nobody, nobody gets away from God. Even David himself says in Psalms number 73, said, my foot had almost slipped when I saw evil people prospering. But it was later on, David saw that people who do wrong, we can't get away with it. David himself had to pay a price for getting careless with his love. In 2 Samuel, starting at the 11th chapter, all the way through the 12th chapter, David let things block him from doing the will of God. It says that it was in the year that kings would be out to war. 
David stepped out on his porch and there he saw Bathsheba taking a bath, cleansing herself from nature. David even inquired of her. He says, who is that bad mama jamma? They told him just who she was. They told him that is Uriah's wife, the Hittite. Uriah was, was where he was supposed to be. He was out at battle. That's where David was supposed to be. But David sent for her. And then he said he lay with her. Now they done told him that this is Uriah's wife. But David paid that no attention. David got careless with his love for God. He got careless. And then after he got careless, here, here, here it is that Bathsheba got pregnant. So she tells David about it. Now David is hearing in his mind, I got to find a way to clean up what I done messed up. He sent for Uriah to come off the battlefield. And uh, he says that he, they said that he gave him a mess of meat. Take it on down to your house and you and your wife have a good time tonight. It may have been some lamb chops. I don't know. Surely it wasn't pork chop being a Jew. And take some of this vodka and some of this cherry juice and chase it with it. Somebody know what I'm talking about, huh? <laughs> take some of the gray goose and you chase it with that. And here it is. Here it is. Uriah wouldn't go because Uriah was an honorable man. He wouldn't go sleep with his wife when the other men were with their wife and were on the battlefield. Well, David says, here's what I do the next day. He got him drunk and still thinking that he would go home, but Uriah wouldn't go home and be with his wife. Well, plan A and B wouldn't work. Now I got to look at plan C. What I'm going to do now, I'm going to take Joab. Tell him to put him in the heat of the battle where all the fires be taking place. And when you get in there, bag up so David, so Uriah can lose his life. Yes, Uriah lost his life, true enough. But God wasn't pleased with him. God chastised him. God sent Nathan to him and told him a parable. Says that in this parable, Nathan told him about a man that had one little evil lamb. And a stranger came in and they served this lamb to this stranger. And David got a little hot here. 
He didn't know he was talking about himself when he addressed this. He says that whoever did this thing should surely die. But Nathan told him, David, you the man. You're the one who did this thing. And then David then feared for his life. But uh, Nathan told him, you're not going to die. But uh, the sword will never leave your house. Well, what happened with this? After Uriah's death, David married Bathsheba. They had a son. And this son became ill. See, sometimes when we do things, we don't just do it to ourselves. Sometimes when we do things, we bring things on our family members as well. This thing, David brought on his family member. He brought it on his first child by Bathsheba. The boy got sick, and David went on a fast. But God wouldn't heal this boy. God let him die because of David's sin. Remember, he was the king. And I'm so glad that we don't have kings in this country. And although we may have one who think he's a king, but I'm glad that we don't have kings in this country. Well, that's not the end of the story. One son tricked his brother, tricked his sister into the bedroom where he was supposed to be sick. He raped her. Another son finds out about this thing. He kills this son. Then not only that, but David is ran away from the castle. When we get careless with our love, God punishes us. But the good news is, is that God gives second chances. God gives third chances. And I, if the truth be told, I may be on number 2,000 right now myself. God will give chance after chance. But it is not until David goes to the Lord, tells the Lord, and Psalms number 51, verse number 3 and verse number 10. David admits to his fault. You see, David admitted to his fault that he allowed his eyes to wonder. You see, the light of the body is the eye. And the scripture says in the sixth chapter, starting around the 23rd verse of Matthew, if the body... Be if the eye be defiled, the whole body is defiled. David says to the Lord, he tells him, he says, create in me a clean heart, Lord. Lord, if you will, renew in me a right spirit. And church, this is what we got to do. When we find ourselves getting careless with our love, we got to do what Amos said in 3 and 3. It asked the question, can two walk together 
unless they be agreed. I asked the Lord, Lord, uh, when I start getting a little careless with my love, would you please, sir, create in me a clean heart? Will you renew in me a right spirit? And then I asked the Lord, Reverend HL, I asked him to walk with me. And I, I asked the Lord to talk with me. Y'all excuse me, Kate Chapel, but I, I went to, through the H.L. Buckley Institute of Baptist Preachers. And every now and then, every once in a while, every now and then, I get a little gravel in my throat. Every now and then, I want to say, thank you, Lord, for bringing me from my earliest beginning all the way up to this point. And Lord, when I get a little careless with my love, Lord, I ask you to walk with me. I ask that you talk with me, tell me that I, uh, I am a child of yours. Lord, be with me. Walk with me. Talk with me. Every now and then, I get careless with my love. Every now and then, I too have to ask God for forgiveness. Forgive me, Lord, for my sin. Not only did I sin against someone else, but Lord, I, I sin against you. And Lord, I'm confessing that I'm not all that I could be. Lord, I'm confessing that I'm not all that I could be. But I ask you to continue to walk with me, talk with me. Tell me, dear Lord, that I'm your own. The doors are open. The doors are open. Some of you, too, may have been getting a little careless with your love. Now's a good time to come down. If you're already on the church road, ask God to forgive you of your many sins. The doors open. You can come by leather. You can come by Christian experience. You can come as a candidate for baptism. Whatever you do, if you remember anything about this message, remember not to get careless with your love because there's pain and there's suffering. And most of the time, we don't just hurt ourselves. We hurt our loved ones and we turn people off from God. God keep you. God bless you. May his face forever shine upon you.
nurse in here. We need a nurse in the back right now. Nurses, please report to the back. Thank you. Amen. Amen. We thank God for the message and we thank God for the messenger. We have Brother and Mrs. Anthony, and Brother Anthony wants to make a statement. Good morning, church. I just want to say that, uh, you know, death is right in the letter, and he's mailing it every day. And I'm, I'm standing here in the gap, me and my wife, for our two daughters. Both of them are married. Three nights ago, my oldest daughter, her husband, lost his sister, 34 years old. Just, and they haven't planned the funeral yet. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm assuming it will be Sarah. Just last night in the middle of the night, my wife got a telephone call from our baby daughter. Her husband lost 
his brother, 35 years old. Now, those are our, our only two children, and they're married. They got to be there by their husband's side. But what I'm saying, death is writing the letter, and he's mailing it every day. And I wouldn't feel right by just sitting there and not coming to my church for prayer for, for our children. So that's why I'm here today. I'm standing in the gap for them. I know that we've all gone through death and bereavement, and I just pray for everyone that's, that's going through bereavement for God to comfort them. And we all need prayer. Thank you. Brother Bridgman would like to make a statement also. In that same vein, uh, some of you all might say, what the deacon doing on that sitting down? Well, I just want to say thank you to my church and most of all to my wife for, you all see this little cast on my foot. And I, I tell you, uh, every man need a wife like mine. She has stood by me this whole week, wouldn't let me drive to work, wouldn't let me do anything. And I just want to thank her, and I want to thank this church for providing me with her. So God bless you, and y'all keep me in your prayers. I will do the same. I'm going to ask the brothers and sisters to come around, please. Lord God, we come to you this afternoon. We come boldly to the throne of grace, but we come as humble as we know how. Lord God, we come to you because you are our Father, and we are your children. Lord God, we have requests that have been made. We know that you know all and you see all, but we also know that you said by our faith we can and will be healed. Father, we come now on behalf of the Anthony family. Father, we understand that this life is filled with trouble, heartaches, and pain, but we also know that we can look to the hills from which cometh our help, knowing that all of our help cometh from you, Lord. Father, this morning, we come into you asking for strength. Father, we asking that you will strengthen the daughters through this, their times of bereavement. Strengthen them, remind them that you are still in charge. Remind them, Father God, that you are too good, loving, and kind to make a mistake. That yes, you do have a permissive will, but that you are still God and you still have all power in your hands. Yes, death is prevalent. And we realize all of us have an appointment with old man death. For we ask now that as it has come into their lives, that you will give them the strength to accept what is your will. Thank you, Father, for their parents who are sitting in on their behalf. Be with them, Lord. Be with them each and every minute of the way. Give them the strength that one will not fall for the other. 
For yes, we sorrow, but not like those who have no hope. For we know that there is a precious, precious thing in the death of your saints. Father God, we thank you now for what you've done. And we ask that you will hear these prayers that are uttered in the name of Jesus, Lord. We ask that you will bless and strengthen in the name of Jesus, we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. as you do this remember his death and suffering but of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ the bread symbolizes his body wine his shed blood but of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ As often as you do this, if there's anyone that has negative effects of gluten, we have Brother Duvall, Deacon Duvall, has gluten-free wafers, so we ask that you will please raise your hand if you need to, to partake of those. Thank you. often as you do this, you do show forth his death and suffering till he come again, body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The bread symbolizes his body, the wine, his shed blood.
Let's praise God together. Has anyone been omitted? Let us eat of the bread. In remembrance of Christ, let us drink of the blood in remembrance of Christ. After they had supped, they went up into the Mount of Olives.
Now, may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you, henceforth, now, and forevermore, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace.